You know the feeling you walk into a coffee shop, maybe you've been there before, maybe not. But the smells, the sounds, the conversations you have over your first cup of coffee with a friend are almost so good they're spiritual. Too dramatic? Maybe. But I'm going with it anyway. I'm Phil Simmons, and this is First Cup. Welcome to another episode of First Cup. As you notice, my voice is a little bit raspier than it usually is. I do have a cold. It actually it actually sounds better than my normal voice. But anyways, my guest on this episode is big. He's got big hustle. He's got big ideas. He's got a big heart. And he's got big hands too, which oddly enough we'll talk about. But my guest today is Nathan Irwin. I had the pleasure of working with Nathan for a short time, and now I have the the greatest pleasure of of being friends with him and being able to have great discussions um, like you'll hear on this episode. So I actually met Nathan at 6.30 in the morning. I drove to York, PA, which is where he lives, and nothing against York, but their coffee scene is a little lacking. Um, we actually met at a Starbucks. There were not a lot of options as far as independent places go. So if you do own a coffee shop or you work at a coffee shop or a similar venue in York, PA, and you'd like to have a first cup recorded there, um, let me know. But until then, thanks for listening, everybody, and enjoy. Okay, what are we doing here, Phil Simmons? We're recording the second episode, and ladies, the sequel, if you yeah, will, the ladies, to First he's Cup. He's not single, okay? He's happily married. And I'm hungry. Yeah, and hungry. And the food bills are always just happening. This is what we're doing. We're drinking coffee and talking about, I don't know, we'll figure that out. Did you already eat breakfast? Yeah, yeah, I eat two pieces of sausage and a whole bunch of eggs. Mm. My thing is, just heat up the pan, drop the eggs in there, and see what happens. I stir them around, you know? Do you ever do floaters? Like, do you eat bacon? Mm, sometimes. I've gotten, the thing is, I eat so many pounds of bacon in my youth, it, it doesn't settle well in my stomach. Whose great idea was it to uh, record in a coffee shop? Well, hopefully, I think the sounds would make it cooler, if anything. It does. It kind of adds some like, authentic appeal I think to so. It. Did you just burn your tongue? Yeah. Because I burnt my tongue. Yeah. It's important to note that both Nathan and I burned our tongues. <laughs> we forgot that coffee is supposed to be hot. I've said it before. I'll say it again. A lot of this is just a, a reason to force me to like see people. Yeah. Do we need that? I meant to like, dude. We need that. I've been meaning to hang out with you mm-hmm. and talk with you and stuff like that. Just as just as humans, we need it. Because if you're not socializing, there's something like that's in our DNA. Yeah. You need that kind of. You need that validation of hanging out with other people. You know, it makes you feel a little bit more normal too. You know. Our job is a little bit weird too because of the way that we socialize. We're <laughs> yeah. socializing in a kind of a transactional kind of a superficial way yeah. as salespeople. Yeah. And so it's never, it's real, but it's not real. Yeah. Like this is real. Yes. Maybe not as real as if we weren't recording. Yeah, because it's but, just fun. It's just something that's fun. Like, yeah. at the same time, we're kind of weird. So we always, I feel like me and you both need to be doing something productive, like no matter what. 
Yeah. I know yes. I'm especially that way because I feel like I'm like, all right, I'm wasting time if I'm yeah. just sitting here. And then even You're like, do you do you watch TV? No. Yeah. Maybe like one Netflix episode. What do you night. watch? Comedians in cars that yeah. you're getting coffee. But I've watched them all, so I'm at the point now where like, what else do I watch? Nothing, dude. I mean, because when I'm sitting there, I'll be ten minutes in. I'm like, okay, I'm bored. I could at least I could read a book. Or yeah, I could, you'll be, you'll find yourself probably doing something else. Yeah. While you're supposed to be watching TV, and you're like, well, why do I even have this on? With I maybe mean, we we work crazy hours. You know, you probably work more than me as a manager. We both have kids. Like mm-hmm. I split my custody, so there's a little bit with more leeway and freedom there. Mm-hmm. But still, there's always, always something that can be done, you know? And that stuff can be stressful. Absolutely. Do you meditate? Phil, do you meditate at all? Like masturbate? <laughs> Too early. Too early. Um, do you, do you... I don't, I don't meditate. Yeah. Do you, what's your idea of med- Like when you envision someone meditating, what is it? No kids around. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> mine would be, it sounds really corny, but mine would be probably like working out or yeah. like reading or writing, something like this. Like this, I'm the most calm in this element, like yeah. talking to a friend. Yeah. Good question. How about you? I started, I tell you what, I started meditating. I do guided audio meditation. So you're so, into this? Yeah. I, I, I go, well, I go, to a, I go to a counselor and I'll go into that a little bit later. Oh, I like but this. about two to three months ago, I'm going there and she put me on to meditation. This is whenever I broke up with my ex-girlfriend, mother of my son, Zoe. But whenever that whole situation, because I have anger problems, okay? At that point, they weren't really controllable at all. Like, it ended with me, like, I smashed this door. Um, I kicked her, put dents in her car. Just very, like, childish, embarrassing stuff. Impulsive. But if I don't talk about it, then I'm trying to hide it, and then you can't. You, you can't, you can't cure demons or keep it in the closet, you know what I mean? Yes, I respect that. But then she put me under meditation. She said, I, I see this, this lady named Vicky. She's godsend, I swear. She's seriously, she's the best. You know, I pay her 60 bucks out of pocket. It's ridiculously expensive. So you say it's worth it. You say, 100%. for someone like me, I need go one, check man. it out. Me, because I'm sick. I'm sick and twisted. I grew up in a drug addict house. So like, if I'm, I'm not normal. You know what I mean? Right. Anyways, she put me onto this meditation. And what it's allowed- I didn't mean right that you're not normal. <laughs> I just... No, I'm not, I'm not. It's okay. <laughs> you gotta accept it, man. But she put me on meditation. What it does is like, I'm able to, there's so many channeling of thoughts. You know, things can get going up so fast. Yeah, and why you're feeling a certain way is mm-hmm. a lot of times a root of something else that happened in the past, Correct. like why you're acting that way. Correct, Correct. especially being young, you get such a channel of a lot of these thoughts are negative or they're, they're completely emotional. Uh, there's a part of your brain in that, it's right in the back, and that's where like your actions come from more emotion. And by the time like you're 24 or 25, I forget the specific names, yeah. but then it's the logic of problem solving and critical thinking part of your brain that starts to kick in and take primary. So at my young age, it's mostly emotional. At the same time, I'm 20 years old, so it's it's not okay for me to act out emotionally. That's not something that I can do and I can just fly by on that. I want to fix that. Yeah, that's okay. good self-realization. Yeah, yeah. that's so, awesome. So what meditation's done for me is I can slow it down, I'm at peace. If there's pain, I can do it. If, I, if I'm in a situation at work or a certain person where I'm holding resentments, I can go back, I'll work on breathing for four minutes, and I'm good. So, I'm good. all right, let's... Um, all right, let's say something stressful happens at work. Someone calls you a liar. Because that's happened. But let's say someone's, someone calls you a liar. They say you weren't upfront about something. Mm-hmm. And obviously you take pride. I, I'm kind of projecting because I think you're the same way as me in the sense where you take a lot of pride and per, you put a lot of yourself in your work. Correct. So when someone attacks your work, they're attacking you. Yeah. Um, 
what do you do then? Like, you have specific mechanisms that you can use to... Mm-hmm. What is? What well, are they? I, I can give you two different examples. Because I'm thinking of a direct customer right now before meditating, and then I'm thinking of a customer afterwards. So there was a gentleman, four months ago, he buys a Forerunner, and then he basically outright sees my face. He says, you're a liar. He says, you, he says, you yeah. lied to me. He said, you did me dirty. That stupid car. You know, yeah, and I'm, not, I'm not like that yet. He was using words against me that apparently I, I didn't understand. Whatever. And that got that There were point. big words. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what they were. He's a short military guy. And he's sitting oh, at the table. Boy. He's staring me in the eye. He has like the one, he has like the Dwayne the Rock on Johnson oh. eyebrow. Staring me in the eye. No, he didn't blink for probably 14, 15 minutes. And I started to, like, I could tell his eye was twitching, but I didn't know if it was like from a military thing or his eyes were just getting dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so nervous. I'm 20, this guy's 45. And I was yeah. Like, he could probably put me in a chokehold. I'm scared. Right. I'm scared. Anyways, like, he's sitting there, he's staring at me. He's calling me out. I'm at the point where I was like, look, I, I had to take a break. Like, I knew at that point, like, I need to step back. I felt my cheeks getting flush. Oh. I was starting to talk faster. That is the worst feeling. You know what I mean? So I started realizing I'm getting, getting angry. So I just yeah. had to walk away, came back, solved it. I just spoke calmly. What did you say to him whenever he had to walk away? Like, can you just excuse me for a second? Yeah. All right. Point blank. You know, verbatim, I just said, I, excuse me, I gotta take it. I gotta yeah. take a step away. See, and that's, I'd like to just kind of point out the fact that you're 20. I'm 35. Mm-hmm. Like, those are, those are things that people in their 40s and 50s still don't do. Mm-hmm. But anyways, then I've been, there was a time after that where after meditating, I was kind of able, I had a customer that was troubled, and I just spoke to him calmly. You know, there's just one of those things where I noticed I was able to catch myself before getting angry. Yeah. I was more able to catch myself and adjust in the moment instead of taking a few-minute break, talk to someone, drink a cup of water, then go back. Yep. You know, and I was just able to do it more peacefully. Do you get that like, like kind of voice shake thing yep. whenever you get like really yep. upset, where you're just like, mm-hmm. it's like almost like wavering, just you're, you feel like you're trembling a little bit. Yeah, because it, I mean, fear I'll is anger. Flight, yeah, a- anger is fear. Anger just comes from fear. Anger is not an actual emotion; it's fear. So once you understand what you're scared of, whether it's how you're going to act or Ooh, how the situation is like going to come from, that's very true. It, it's it's a fact. So what you, once you realize your fear, and then you can just harbor that fear and just understand where it's coming from. Anger kind of, it goes to bay. I would probably just rewind this. Is that still a word? Rewind? I no, say no, things a like, like it's a button be, tap for 15 seconds. Tap, tap it back. Me being 15 years older than you, I say stuff that's kind of referring to like a VHS or a oh, cassette yeah. tape. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. did you have a Walkman? Did you of course, have a I had a Walkman. Did you clip it on the belt? Yeah. And then there was like when you're in the car, yeah. you hit like the anti-skip. The sound quality goes down a little bit. Anti-skip? Yeah, because you're in the car and you're kind of moving. It would adjust to have a car? Yeah, so you press this button and it would kind of like keep it in place better, but the sound quality would go down like a little a stabilizer. bit. stabilizer. These are the tough things that I had to go through as a child. Such an amateur. I'm such an amateur. I didn't even introduce you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We came in with such... Fervor. It's intensity. Yeah. It's intense. I know sometimes not all people can handle it. I, my thing is my three steps pre-planned, but the last two never go the way I plan them to go. I get the first step and I'm like, oh, something changed. Well, at least you plan. And no, it's not a good. I don't think it's. All, I think that's how. That's pretty much how I am. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna overplan, and then I'm gonna panic because something <laughs> went wrong. So like this? Do you actually panic? Do you do like do you do you get anxiety? I will. Uh, let's be honest here. Let's air it out. I don't know if I'll put this in or not, but who cares? Dude. So I was trying to get this 
uh, up on iTunes. Yeah. And there's a couple prerequisites. There's a couple standard things that they require for you to be able to upload it. But long story short, I. I was working on this for several days. I think I was talking to you because you asked, like, are you getting on iTunes and Spotify? I'm like, absolutely. That's the first thing in my mind is I'm like, hey, releasing this on SoundCloud. I don't think it, not that many people listen on SoundCloud. It's, like, it's kind of like this holding area of your... It's like an underground rap thing, I think. Which I am. Yeah. Which this <laughs> podcast is based around underground rap and the <laughs> urban culture. Um, long story short... Enjoy nice coffee, that's all. Yeah, long story short, I panicked. I was like, I'm... I'm a failure. I was like texting Alex. I'm like, I'm a failure. I'm just done with this. I don't know why I try to do this stuff. Verbatim, you said oh, that? Oh, dude. Oh, wow. I don't self-talk is real good. There you I are. don't have good self-talk. Yeah, it's awful. You have to. So it's weird, though, but on some... There's a meme about this. It's basically like where you... you where you, like, think you're better than other people, but then you hate yourself. <laughs> what is that dynamic? Because I have that. I don't know. I don't know. Do you have anxiety? Oh yeah, absolutely. So like, if things don't go like as planned, like you you start to panic a no, little bit. No, no, I have I have patience. I know that things won't go as planned. So mm -hmm. I'm I'm very that will be a strength that I know that. Listen, things are gonna happen. 80-20 rule. There's yeah. gonna be things that are just completely out of your control. See what you can do. Look at the factors at hand and and make a decision from there. So that I'm mm -hmm. good at. But it's. I don't know. It's just that that positive like, reinforcement, like high patience. expectations for yourself, or something. That may, yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's different different emotions like that. I don't know where they come from. Why do some people have it? Why do some not? Is it a childhood experience? Is it in the DNA? Is it a pie pie chart breakdown of everything? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then really, like, how much can you can you raise a child to prevent not having anxiety? Can you raise him? A certain or her a certain way so they don't have a certain level of depression or anxiety can well that stuff avoidable and that's a good point is how much of that is genetic yeah because there has to be there has to be or at least a, a nurture response to your upbringings mm -hmm. because I, I think I know I know for a fact that my dad has anxiety yeah. the same type as me where you're like Everything's gonna be cool. Yeah. Do you ever have panic attacks? Mm -hmm. No. Um, it's, it's, yeah, me neither. Yeah, my, my main my main like negative outrage of emotions is, is anger, is what it is. And that, that comes from how I grew up. You know, it, it's it's I don't know, it seemed my dad act out a lot. Like I would physically see him. So there's that part where it's physically there. And I think there's a part where like you, you recognize the emotions. I don't know what age you really start to soak in emotions. I'm reading this book yeah. about like the brain, like the child, like the child development of the brain. I'm on like 18 months. Yeah. You know, so it's not at the point now where it's, it's talking about like where they're actually taking in emotions, they're recognizing it, and that's that's like the foundation. Like say like you know the first 25 years they're building up the tower. The foundation is understanding emotions and the physical. Right. Everything. You're your father. You know that. Yeah. You've seen just oh. how Jane is. That's true because for the longest time with kids. You just have to redirect. There's yeah. no, there's no ra rationally escaping the moment that you're in. Like where you're talking about, you are able to say, "Okay, I'm getting upset. I'm gonna walk away, and I'm gonna yeah. control that." Kids can't do that. They have no mechanism to do that. You have to redirect them. How hey, do you want to play that? a game? Is that what hey, you do? Do you want to play a game? Is that what you and do? then you got yeah, that's a good one. That'll like a work. Stimulation. You do mm -hmm. like a stimulation. You got completely, yeah, you got to completely redirect. Hmm. What so, does that do for them though? Like, what are you teaching them? 
Are you teaching, like, are they running from their well, emotions? That, I don't think it's bad because they're not at that point yet where they even know cause and effect. There's a lot of things that their brain isn't even wired to understand. So basically trying to have them understand it is just futile. So even if you try talking to them, you're more talking to them. You're not talking with them. Correct. Talking them through something together. Yeah. You're just talking to them. Yes. Oh, okay. And then you're just hoping that some darts are hitting the board. And well, if that's not, pretty much it. Yeah, just yeah. throwing darts, seeing what works. Ugh. Now, was it's there... good parenting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I... Do you, it's definitely... It clearly, ha it has to be advantageous to have both parents together, right? Like, actually in the same household to raise I children. think so. I think it's like the tag team wrestling match. There, there oh. has to be, like... That has to be statistically proven that parents that stay together. But I will say that when it's just me and Jane... Mm -hmm. And then it's just my wife and Jane. Mm -hmm. She is more behaved. Just you guys individually? Yes. Okay. Whenever my wife and I are together, yes, we can tag team and switch. You hold the baby. Who's watching Jane? What's she doing? Yeah. Go check on her, yada, yada. But she's worse. <laughs> I don't know why, but she's worse. She acts, she acts a fool. That's one thing, like... Whenever I split with, with Quinn's mom, that was like my biggest fear. Is this, am I gonna be good enough as a parent? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, like that has to be a common fear. Like you- just reading your text, I'm sorry. Rendezvous is a great word, right? Yes. Why do we not use that more often? Why is it spelled like that? I took it. You know what I, I do? Stopped, I stopped halfway through the drive-thru. I literally had two cars behind me to try to figure out how to spell rendezvous. <laughs> That's how selfish I am. That's how self-entitled I am. I only care about myself that much. No, I love that. What a beautiful world where you can stop quickly to be able to use that word. Yeah. Oh, my the God. The point I was trying to make is, like, there was the stability of going to school. Yeah. It goes two ways. People that move around a lot and then live in toxic, like, absolutely hazardous, unstable homes with no kind of parenting or role modeling. It goes two ways. You either end up just like your parents, or either it typically goes to drugs. I yeah. see it every single day. I know many people. There's... People that ever do something at 20 years old, my age, that get it's mind blowing to me. And then there's people just like the friend I mentioned earlier that I've known since fifth grade. They end up where they have good careers. They typically meet a good girl, and they're, they are able to use that. Yeah, they're quote unquote normal because they're able to self reflect on what happened, realize I don't want to be that, understand other people's mistakes, and go from there. That's do one you, thing I don't know if that is genetic. I don't know if there's a certain point in time where it's what, a being able being able to get out of that is yeah, you're saying yeah. is what separates that person if you give them the same exact environment, what has separated that one yeah. person that's taken that, used it as fuel, yeah. just skyrocketed versus that person that's just stuck in that yeah. listen, downward listen, funnel. Phil, when I was I'm telling you, when I was thirteen years old, I would be in the court with my mom while she would buy drugs. It was normal to me. That was a normal thing. Because I knew after that we're getting we're getting an Asiago chicken from Wendy's because that's where she meets Gaia. So it was like, yeah, no big deal. She gets me vanilla frosty. It's a great night. Yeah, that's, that's how. And, sick you're, it and was. it's your mom's. So you're like, my mom's off. My mom's amazing. She's the best. No, no, I know. Oh. I knew. I, I knew from 13 years old. My parents. Just, they, well, maybe at a younger age, when you when you don't really see them in society, you just see them as there's mom and yeah. dad, and they're just like these these idol-like figures in your life. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. I'd probably say since 12, I knew what they were doing, how it affected them, how it negatively affected them. There's nothing positive from it because every, every year, I'm telling you, every year we moved, every year it went downhill. Every year they got worse. Every, you know what I mean? Like I said, it could go two ways. Either it's normal because you're around it every day, so it's okay, and then it's, you're, you're like naturally you're gonna gravitate towards people that are the same just in your age group. Sure. Or you separate it's yourself easy. so much, you say screw 
all that. I don't want to be part of any of that. And then you take five steps back. I think it would have to be, well, A, intelligence. Like a natural intelligence or developed intelligence? There's got to be some of that. Yeah. There's got to be the intelligence enough, the analytical skills enough to say, wow, this, the cause and effect, I'm doing this and I'm getting this effect and it's a negative, mm-hmm. it's a negative reaction. I don't want that. I want yeah. a positive reaction. Oh, if I, if I stop drinking as much and I show up to work on time, oh my God, I just got a bonus or I yeah. just got a raise or I've kept my job. I mean, let's start there. Yeah. <clears throat> People forget it's a blessing to have a job. Yeah. Driver's license. Self-awareness, man. I mean, I think we keep coming back to self-awareness. If you're not self-aware, self-aware of either what you're doing or just who you are. That's so key. That's so key. What is the cognitive what? What was the word that you used? Cognitive use? dissonance. It's a good one. Basically, it's a, con- a contradiction in your actions and then in your base- basic core principle or, or belief system. So deep down, I know that superficial things, they do not bring happiness. How do you define superficial? Is it materialistic? Uh, materialistic things that are in excess of what you truly need. I need, well, I mean, we could go base, like, primitive needs, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go at least modern day. I need a kitchen. I need a bedroom to sleep and maybe some room for my kids. I don't need another room for like a theater room. I don't need a finished basement. I don't currently have a finished basement. My life is good. Mm. So basically my my needs, my baseline is pretty low, yeah. which I think is a benefit. But then you see nice things, you're like, oh man, that would really, that would really be great to have and that. You and think I deserve that. You think that challenges your principles? It does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Because that, stuff get, is, that stuff is made to stimulate your senses. Like, it's not there just because it serves a great purpose. I think it's a distraction. And marketing is incredible. You know how much money spent on marketing? Like, you were, you were brainwashed to want to buy that. I know. I know. It's what we do. I know. And that's what I'm saying. It's not a true... It's not a true desire. Mm-hmm. What you desire is happiness. Whenever I buy something, I'm thinking about the happiness that it will bring. I'm not mm-hmm. thinking about, oh, that that will really make my life better. I mean, I was happy before I had this phone. I was probably happier before I had this phone. <laughs> but now, there's an iPhone X out there. And, you know, certain people I know have... No, god damn it. No, it's an 8, I think. Yeah, it's an 8. Looks small. I just have big hands. People don't understand that... We're talking about our phones, by the way. <laughs> People don't understand really what goes into having big hands. You don't understand. We'll talk the about your hands later. Okay, my bad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's talk about yeah. Let's talk about your how we're challenging your core principle beliefs with a new iPhone. This phone is fine. <laughs> You're this challenging phone is your fine. beliefs. Would you agree that this phone is fine? Flip phones were fine. They served their purpose back then too. So would you agree that the newer phone? You're really just chasing this. You're really just chasing this thing that'll never end. Bob Marley had a good quote, and it was, if you seek money, money is numbers, and numbers never end, so you'll always be searching. Who the fuck cares? He's shaking his head no at this. I'm not, no, I'm not disagreeing, just who cares? Quit your job, let me know how that goes. You know what I mean? Go go, go live in an island in All a right, tent. Let me know. a little too extreme here. <laughs> let me know how that goes. Let me know how your wife likes a single trailer, and, <laughs> and let's go you, from there. Ex- exactly, but I also have, do you ever have guilt of being like, okay, 
talking about self-realization, self-awareness, because we get in this we get in this bubble. And my wife and I are self-aware, but we're also hypocrites. Where we're like, oh, we complain about something. Oh my God, my my carpet's dirty. We got to replace the carpet. Meanwhile, there's there's a kid in Biafra or something that's doesn't even have water to drink. Yeah. Listen, How am so, I supposed to feel about that? Listen to this. I have a whiteboard in my room. So my bed's in the corner. I got my coffee table with my two bucks. Okay. I mm-hmm. got that Russell Brunson book. Two books. <laughs> book Only of, two. So when you read one, you're done with it. You got to throw it away and then do an intermission. It. I'll do like a five, 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 five. You know, I mix it up. And then I'll okay. brush my teeth and hit the sack. That's how I go. But then I have a whiteboard. Just listen. When I wake I am, up. I'm listening. I, I slide in my Duke slippers. I put on my, I put on my velvet robe. It's a very good visual. <laughs> You know, and, I, and then I have a whiteboard right there. I have just little little words. I like, for example, I have anger equals fear. I have um, look at what something can be, not what it was or what it is. Correct. Okay. And, and I, right awesome. above that, and the biggest words I have are grateful. Okay. It's kind of the same thing. When you have true gratitude for what you have, true gratitude, not for what you have, but just who you are, how, how spiritually sound you are, your kids. You don't think about that kind of stuff. You just appreciate what there is and just keep it moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. In I terms just... of materialism, I, I spent two hours to buy a pair of jeans yesterday. I literally, I walked back, I put them back. I walked to the front and I was like, ah, I really need some jeans. I walked, I went back and picked up these jeans twice because yeah. I was like, there was guilt in buying materialistic things. I just don't know how I'm supposed to feel. Just fucking why? Like, don't overthink it. Just keep moving forward. Don't just you spend so much time but just soaking in what's you, currently going on. Do you on. think I'm overthinking it, or do you think that the majority of people underthink it? Because yeah, we're so thinking. programmed, we're like, okay, now we're in the capitalist system and we're doing our <laughs> thing and we're doing it, and it's just this freaking Dude, just machine. No, it's, I, I think I think you have your you need a routine. You're, you have kids and a I'm mortgage. I'm not talking about a routine. What I I'm talking about, about is routine. like you have you have you need to go in and clock in and get good health insurance. But you, you have a creative outlet, which most people don't have. You have good friends that are creative or have some type of, can bring something to you. So you're not caught up in no rat race. I like the, I like the, I like that scene over there. That's meditation. What do you, take a picture of it. Is that illegal? Oh, probably. So, what we're talking about here is, there's these nice little leather seats. Just a guy on his iPad, drinking some coffee. No one's bugging him. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing. You don't know oh, if he's paying refreshing. taxes or if he's just reading an ebook. Like you don't know. Right. And I'm not editing a lot of this out. You got to <laughs> keep a lot of this in here for my own benefit. It's my. When I it's li- my podcast. <laughs> exactly. Just take some ownership in that. Put, put for chest on. I mean, come on. I do. I do a. This I'm Phil Simmons. Like who are you? I, I took ownership of you. That's okay, what I'm Okay, well, five eleven and three quarters, and not you. quite the six foot. I couldn't get there. I tried. That's all. It's not six foot. I'd rather be your height than mine. Let's talk about your height. Let's talk about your stature. <laughs> I'm gonna give a quick breakdown from head to toe. Okay, so chin strong, strong chin. Oh, you're describing your looks? <laughs> no. <laughs> if you want to see pictures, so, okay, again. I think I'm like I'm like six four, six five. I'm clocked into 265. I just weighed myself, but I'm not a I'm not a strong 265. I'm not a I'm not a muscular. I'm a weird 265. Like, kind of a lanky, swervy look. Doppy. I'm just kidding. Doppy. Doppy's a good word. <laughs> Doppy's a good word. And then there's a there's a certain. Let me ask you this: Do you do or potatoes in your diet? <laughs> Daily. <laughs> Daily. 
I, I bring on starches. I, I take starches in like water. <laughs> you ever when you, boil, you soak the potatoes and then you drink the the water from the potatoes. I was, potatoes. Gonna, I was literally going to say the same water. thing. I was going to say this, that milky kind of like. Oh no. That's the second burn. So you burn the internal, and now you're burning what looks to be your your uh, genital area. Wow. You're an ice cream guy? I love ice cream. Where'd you go to? Oh, uh, Ben and Jerry's Chubby Hubby. Okay. See, there was only about a two-second hesitation. <laughs> I'm more of a, like, what's... I, what's yours? I like to mix it up with Ben and Jerry's. So it really depends. If I'm feeling cinnamon, I'm going to go with cinnamon. Cinnamon? Yeah. Who says cinnamon for right. ice cream? I get a, when you get a vanilla bean with a true cinnamon, maybe a caramel core, like, that's a good do you ice like cream. A, do you like, like, a... Um, a la mode, like a apple crisp or an apple pie a la mode with some ice cream. Like a warm apple. And yeah. Then You're in it far deeper than I am. Juxtaposed. You're in it deeper. Cool. Okay, I'm too... Yeah. See, again, overthinking. Yeah. No, it's not overthinking. It's just you have a lot more years of Ben & Jerry's experience than me. I've just got on the kick two months ago. No, I'm saying, like, you take your vanilla bean with a little bit of cinnamon, mm -hmm. and I'm talking about not a flavor, an actual apple pie warm. Do you like that? That's that's when you put the ice cream on top and it starts to melt over the edges. It's, it's ecstasy, man. It's How are you skinny, dude? You have a six pack. It's getting there. Well, I, no, it's there. Four fifty. Was that pump or was that what? No pump. What was that? That was slight pump. It's uh, diet. It, I, I I take one day off, so I work out every day at you least got a half days hour. A week. Mm -hmm. At home. I, there's like a little gym in my community. Nice. So, Here's my, here's my morning routine. 4.50 to about 5.20, I make my coffee, and I, I pour my coffee. I take that coffee to the gym. And for about 5.40 to about 6.20 or so, I, uh, I, uh, I work out. And then I make my eggs and broccoli. Eggs and broccoli, broccoli in the morning? Oh, I love it, dude. Really? With hot sauce? Hmm. I never even thought. Boiled eggs or scrambled eggs? Just with the pan and you put the butter on and not boiled. Scrambled. No. Uh, wait. Here it is. It's kind of a lazy man because I, I I literally do. This is what I usually do. Three full, one Egg white. white. And then I put broccoli in there and I just mix it like I'm sloppy and it's so good. Yeah. And then you put some hot sauce. I actually look forward to that. Is that crazy? No. It's so delicious. It's yeah. so good. I think Wednesday's off. Why do you think people don't work out? Like, like you're fun. a busy guy. It's not fun. You you're busy. Find what's, yes. So how do you, how do you really say? How do you say? You know what? Instead of sleeping in for an extra forty five minutes, I'm gonna I'm gonna work out. Making a habit. I'm a as a man. I think we're more a little bit more habitual than a woman. We don't think as much. We're just kind of like, well, I'm a machine. I'm just gonna do this every day. There's no feelings at all. I like I've that. taken all the feelings out. It's, and you've had to train yourself to do it instead of saying. Now it's a habit. Before, when you used to work out, because you did used to before, but did you make it an event? You know, I'm waking up. Yeah, it's up like early. I'm, and it wasn't as. I think momentum with anything has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Momentum in business, momentum in sales. I mean, you know, when you're having a good month, bam, right. you can close anything. Yeah, you're right. When's the best time to sell a car? Right after you sold a car. Yeah. When's the best time to work out? Right after you worked out. The day before I worked out, I'm gonna work out again today. Nice. So that's a big part of it. If you're like, yeah, I'm gonna, tr I'm gonna try to go three times a week. It's not, it doesn't even sound fun from, if you're gonna try to do anything, you're not looking forward to it. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to be there. You don't wanna go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to make that party. 
I like it. I barely know anyone. That's the ugly truth. Good stuff, man. Nathan? Yeah, Jay. I think there's a lot of good takeaways. Yeah. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Um, Those of you listening... So fired up right now. Too much coffee? Oh, we yeah. You look just excited for the future. I, um. First off, right here. I left. Uh, I felt it. Yeah. yeah. Can I, yeah. uh, admit something to you? As long as it's not homosexual. I've had the biggest crush on you. No. <laughs> Nathan, good to have you, man. Yeah. This has been 